0: Up until today, you may have been a habitual rule breaker, you know, a a, a constant line crosser. But after this podcast episode, you will understand the importance of following the gun safety rules. If you follow any rules, make sure you follow the gun safety rules. These are the rules that will govern how we handle, carry, store, own firearms, man. And they are very important. We should never underestimate, undervalue these gun safety rules because they are very important, man. They may seem like it's common sense, but we should learn them. We should know them. We should practice them. And we should always follow them with a good attitude, man. It's all about the gun safety rules and it's all about being safe. Kick the intro. Tactical Tuesdays. I am your boy, Dr. Osiris Carter. It's your partner, Uncle Malcolm. Tactical Tuesdays with Peach State Armory. It's Tactical Tuesday, man. Back at you. Back with another banger. And today, today we will discuss safety. But more especially, we will be talking about the rules that govern safety. And when you have these guns in your hands. When you have these guns in your homes. G- so, Let's just talk about what to you. What's the most important rule about safety when you're handling a gun? To me, yeah. I mean, if 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 you had to pick one rule that you would live by when you are handling a firearm, what would that rule be? Huh? And before you get started, let's <sighs> let's be clear. You know, there are agencies out here, organizations, businesses, companies that all use the same rules. So these rules are not just germane to one company or one organization. The rules about firearm safety traverse all of that, man, and it it applies to everybody when you're handling a firearm. That's facts, and they come in different shapes and sizes, but they all got the same point. They all got the same premise. So to you, if like I said, if you had to live with just one safety rule, if there was only one safety rule that existed, to you, what would it be? Okay. Uh for me it would definitely have to be uh do not point the gun at anything you do not want to destroy. I'm clear. So uh, basically that rule to you would encompass all other safety aspects of handling the firearm. So no because so the question was what's more important to me? Right. What's my what's my favorite? Right? Right? It don't necessarily encompass all of them, but I am I I don't when I buy a gun at the gun counter, I don't like when they stripping it and they point the muzzle at me. So I don't like a muzzle. I don't like a muzzle to be pointed at me. They period. do that every time. Right. Bro. So so I don't like to be swept. Okay. So that's my that that to me, that's the most important. Okay. Just jump right into my nightmare. The water is warm. So let me ask you this. So you're at a gun store, you're at the gun counter. You can see before the guy even picks the gun up that the gun is empty. No. What? I can't. Huh? I was just in there two days ago. He picked it up. The, the, it was locked, closed, with a magazine inserted in it. Okay. He swept me I mean, two so or three it was an, times it was in in showing me the model of the gun before he actually cleared it. Before he showed clear, he swept wow. me two or three times and showed me the features around the gun. So I guess And I'm and I'm doing the I'm right, doing the right, matrix right, right. number. Right. I'm ducking left that boy and right. acting like yeah. Neo in the right. I'm, <laughs> I'm ducking left and right. People looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I, and I but know, I haven't seen it. I don't know that that gun is clear. Because I know you and I know for a fact if if the muzzle of any gun is pointed towards you, whether in the classroom, whether at a gun store, and especially if you in these street in these, excuse me, these streets, naives. Right. You understand me? I, I know that you're not going for that. So Mm. I know it made you uneasy, but Mm. I guess my question is, why that rule? I'm just saying, I think you got to think about your options. So, again, because I I got a thing about guns pointed at me. Right. Um, You know, I I got a thing about that. And I feel like, so safety-wise, if the gun isn't pointed at anything that you don't want to destroy, chances are more likely that you won't destroy anything you don't want to destroy. I feel that. Right. So if that. I'm pointed at something that I don't care if it gets destroyed, if by chance that ju- that gun discharges, then what's gun what is going to hit is something that I don't mind being destroyed. Right, right, right. And that's a good one because it kind of plays in part with another well-known firearm safety rule which is know your target and what is beyond exactly. it. exactly right that's the second variation of it. i've seen it that's two iterations so, i mean it's, it's all it's, muzzle discipline but it's at the same muzzled, time there you go i've it's seen it, it in two, it, two iterations don't know your target and what's behind it, and never point your gun at nothing you don't want so to okay so let's unpack the, the 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 other iteration of it know your target and what is beyond it in the world of firearms today why is that so important one word apartment buildings, you know? Right. What I'm okay. I okay. mean apartment buildings. So, if, but go go a little bit deep into so that. So the you have to know if you're firing that gun, you're responsible for whatever that that uh, bullet ends up. So um, what you so he, what you saying is if I shoot that gun, regardless if I shoot it at my target and I hit my target. What if it goes through my target? Am I still responsible for that, yes, or, 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 or is of that course. just a is that just a casualty of war? No, you know no, what I'm saying. No, ain't no such thing. Huh? Ain't no such thing as a casualty of war. What you mean? I mean, nah, you know, you, you're responsible and held accountable for that. When I'm looking at the movies, it happens all the time. I know. though you see bullets going everywhere. They go everywhere, and people, no. people get innocent people get hit no, all the time, man. No, and I know uh, Will and Martin and Bad Boys they get a slap on the wrist for for, for but how many people? Hey, right. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Hey, listen, well, you see what I'm saying? That was a good series, but. Um, that was a good movie. I just watched three the other day. Yeah, anyway. Dope. Yeah, well, you just pissing everybody off today, huh? It was dope. Yeah. But but yeah, that's not real life, bro. Real life, you accountable. You, you, you held accountable. So you telling me if I'm shooting in a defensive situation at a perpetrator, this perpetrator gets hit with that bullet. The bullet goes through him, strikes, let's just say, a vehicle. Am I responsible for the damage to that vehicle? Of course. Who wow. fired the gun? I did. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, so... You I mean, got, and, and that's best case that it's a vehicle. That's best case scenario, yeah. I and mean, I, that's the best I, case. I, you know, I go left. Right, I, and I like, oh, I like how you did that. Man. So, yeah, best yeah, case... I had to think about that. Yeah, best case it'll hit a vehicle, you know, but we also know what about... We we d- know and don't know what's behind the walls of these different apartment buildings. Right, so if you own a firearm and you are living in an apartment, complex building, whatever you want to call it, you're on the third floor... And there's two floors on top of you. Understand this: if you have an AD, uh, excuse me, if you have an accidental discharge through the floor, guess what? You may be in some trouble. Yeah. So yeah. you always must know your target and what is beyond it. That's a good one, man. Um yeah. and, I think. And there's no safe direction. You know, you we talk right. about we talk a lot about putting you know muzzle discipline, making sure it's in a safe direction. That's a tough but one. If you live in an apartment in the middle, complex, yeah. If you exactly, if you're in an apartment and if you're in the middle. You know, like on the second floor of three floors then. And it's folks on top and on bottom and on both sides of you. Yeah, that's a tough one. Where pickle. is your safe direction? Can you practice at home? I would not. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. I, not, <laughs> not feeling safe, <laughs> you know? That's a tough one. Because yeah. t- I mean, we tell people all the yeah. time that you got to make sure that when you get out of these classes, when yeah. you get out of these courses for safety, you go home and practice. But... That's a tough one. That's a tough so one. So how do you get around that? Do you do you not train at home and find somewhere else to train? You find somewhere else to train. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. You I find think, somewhere else to train. I think my favorite rule out of all of them is keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. I think I could, now, of all of the rules, I think I could live with that one without any of the other ones playing a heavy, heavy part. And making sure that I'm safe. If my finger is off that trigger, I agree. Until I'm ready to shoot, I'm winning. Uh, for the most part. For the most part. For, for, the, most part. The, mo- for the most part. For the most part. But there are things that happen. You know, certain guns okay. that have we, we, you know we're we, we not getting that. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, <laughs> that have discharged without the way, finger you, you being on so trigger. You talk so bad about these guys, the polymer them, guns, and they you they bought one. I, I bought you a just different bought model. One. I bought a new and improved model. You just bought but one. But these folks swear by them 320s. They love them, bro. It's an amazing firepower. They, they love them. The United em. States military has decided that they will go with that exclusive. They love them, bro. But then again, you know, we do have a short memory span. So, well, some people do. Yeah. When it, when it deals with money, there is a short memory span. But anyway, yeah, I'm like, Elefant. keep your finger off me. the trigger we until you're ready to shoot. Yeah. You know, in a lot of classes that I've taken. Uh, with and and by those who I deem that are good instructors, they will mention to you that your trigger finger is the number one safety. Yeah, I don't care how many external safeties on that firearm. Yeah, your trigger finger is the number one safety. I agree. I agree that that's the most important. That's one of the most important. I think it is the most important. Well, but just the not NRA. To me. The NRA would think differently from you. Just not shout to out me. to the NRA. What's the what? What's their number one? Always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. That sounds like my my number one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yep. That's the that's that's the first one. Always keep that gun pointed in a safe direction. What I feel. You know, it. keep I that finger it. off the trigger till you're ready to shoot, and always keep that gun unloaded till you're ready to use it. I that's a tough it. one. Yeah. Speaking of tough ones, that's a tough rule for me. I think it's I I, I it's it's a very good rule for safe firearm storage. Uh, but I think the problem with me is I live in a defensive mind state, and I also think that the word "use" is subjective in that in that sentence. I live, I, I I live in a yeah because it right. said when you're ready to use it. You, right. You're, you're, the sentence was keep it unloaded until, until you're, you're ready, ready, ready to use, to use it. it. Yeah. So if I'm always ready to use it, I'm always <laughs> exactly. ready. Man. I'm, you see I'm, what I'm saying? I'm like I'm like the five eleven. Slogan. I'm always Always ready, ready. man. And it's subjective to to your purpose. Yeah. If for you using it means I'm a a, a competition shooter, when I use it, I'm in competition. If you're not in competition, it need to be unloaded. It need to be unloaded. But if you use it, if you're using it every day that it's on you. So let me ask you this then. How do you feel about those people who have a safe and inside of the safe, the guns are loaded? Well, I'm all broken up about that man's rights. That's me. I'm those people. You're one of those people. I'm those people. You're that guy. I am. You're I that am. guy. I am. I, Cause I don't. I do shoot competitively, but the guns that I have here are for use. Right. And they are in use. Every gun that I have <laughs> at home is for use. <laughs> is that it's straight in up? Use. That thing is for use, bro. Yeah. So if I ever had to fight my way to my safe, you know, God forbid, you know, that's I a ain't got time to mean. load. That's a tough rule for me. Yeah, I ain't got time to load. It's even tougher teaching it to somebody knowing what I want to say in the back. It line. is, but I think that's a good way to explain it, depending on what the use is and what the use means That's to the you. best use for explaining it, yeah. if you have to explain it. What does that use mean for you? I feel that. Yeah? I feel that. That's a tough one for me to abide by, though, man. Um, but back to my favorite, keeping, keeping that finger off the trigger till you're ready to shoot, that should apply to all handling. Yeah. It should not just apply to if I have to draw it in the defensive situation. Yeah. That should apply to all handling. And I know one thing, like when we're teaching classes and we're teaching people how to even pull a gun from a holster, we always teach them keep that trigger finger pointed straight out, and as you remove that gun from that holster, let it right. drop onto that tactile that reference. tactile reference. I was going to put it out there. But I guess, so if I just bought this gun, how do I... Find my tactile reference. What what do I need to do to find my tactile reference? Uh, well, just put hold it safely. If you hold it safely, where it should, where your finger, the limb, what of your is a tactile reference? I, I I said it's, that it's like a, it's just it's a it's Braille. I mean, it's a bump. It's a bump, it's a that bump. It's a bump on the Braille. Right. It's a bump <laughs> on the log. I mean, you know, if you feeling a smooth shout surface. Out to all the blind shooters out here, man. All right. Straight up, because they out here doing it. They out um, here doing it, straight up. If you run your hand across a flat surface, if you feel a, a rough portion or a bump or 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 a knob or an indentation, any of those are tactile references. Just, just something that is a little different from the, the feeling of everything else on that gun for you to, to keep your finger on. Right, so. And remember that this is where your finger needs to be. So I guess I would have to do this several, several times to – let it become second nature to remember what that tactile reference is. Yes, and also I would, I would, I would advise if you're just a a, a novice and your first time putting your hands on this gun, checking with somebody else that that let allow someone that's more experienced to look at your grip, because you may find a tactile reference and not have a proper grip. Wow. And now you're out here wow. practicing wrong. Now you're out here practicing wrong, and now you got to unlearn some some stuff that you, oh. that you, that you <laughs> learned wrong. He came close that time. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, right. as, that's the hardest thing to do when, you, as far as shooting goes is to unlearn something that you've yeah, already learned exactly so just get it right the first time so when you get that grip make sure you you know you can take a picture of your hand on the gun and send it to one of your friends that you know May be an instructor, may know an instructor. That's a tough. One. That's a tough one. I mean, at the very minimum, well, but you and, want somebody. Well, in COVID, to, you can do that. You can do that. In the, the time of somebody, there you right. go. There there you go. go. COVID, go ahead and take a picture. Of right. it. But, but the point is, you want somebody experienced to take a look at that grip to make sure you are gripping it properly, and then you find your tactile reference. Right, 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 and I know, I know. Some people go as far as to get those. What's that tape that my boy Hickok be using? Talent, uh, talent tape. Talon, some people use yeah, talent tape because it grip. feel like uh, sandpaper. Yeah, yeah, just like sandpaper. It feel like sandpaper. Just, it is. It really is sandpaper. You know, I I carry six hours, so there there are always some tactile references. Mm-hmm. made into the design of the firearm. Now if you buy a Glock, it won't happen. Buying a Glock, I mean, you're gonna it's, have to Yeah, they might you're gonna little have to squares or something on yeah. their hands. You might have to do those are, have to put those some. Those are Those are the definition it. of cookie cutter firearm. You might have to put something And I'm on sorry it. to say it Glock. I mean it is but I'm you sorry know, to say it. It is but I but did tell y'all once an episode once an episode I will mm. bash Glock. But if there was a universal term, I mean you know we can make it universal. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, anybody I, can pick it up. A Glock? Yeah. Anybody can pick it up. Can they pick it up and handle it safely, though? I think so. If they follow the rules. If they follow the rules. The rules, I mean, you know, you can't get in your car and just do what you want to do because it's rules that govern that. That's it. That's it. You know? That's it. You can't operate a a heavy piece of machinery. You can't operate a forklift at your job Mm -mm. unless you follow the rules. So why Mm -hmm. would you handle a gun, purchase a gun, carry a gun, and not follow the rules? I just... we don't need no stinking budget. Oh, no. Know or follow the rules. Ooh, you hit on the good point. Knowing the rules. But guess how you'll know them? How? The manual <laughs> that nobody it's, reads it's, that it's we funny, always preach. It's funny that you mentioned that. Inside of every safety manual I've seen are at least the top three. Gun First, safety rules. before they even start talking about the At gun. At least the top three. Before they start talking about the gun, they telling you about the safety rules. And you know, people take the manuals, man, throw the manuals in the garbage can. Listen, oh, they, oh, really? They just put it in the box and say, well, I don't need to read this. Listen, man. I'm going to go take a class. Man. Listen, man. We can't tell you about that gun better than that manual can tell you about that They man. made it, you know? I mean, come on, man. They made it. They it's made all it. about following the rules. If you have this tool that can be used in... As deadly force, you must follow the rules that govern handling it, you know. Mm. And there are extensive, extensive sets of rules. You can go online and find rules about gun safety. And, again, they will be iterations of some of the rules that we talked about today. The words may be different, but the meaning behind them will be the same. Mm. You must always, always have muzzle discipline. Yeah. And muzzle discipline is always knowing what direction that muzzle is facing in. And yeah. it best be pointed in a safe direction. And it better not be pointed at something that you are not willing to destroy. That's it. That's it. And if you are handling that firearm with that muzzle pointed somewhere, you better have your trigger finger off the trigger until you are ready to shoot. That's it. It's imperative that you follow the rules. That's it. A lot of times in life, man, people establish rules and we just say, oh, it's all good. Speed limit to 70 People flying down 285, going 80 miles an hour, 85 mm. miles. I do it, you know. Right. When you are handling these firearms, you must follow the rules. Yeah. And like I tell you, if you ain't got one, you better go get you one. It's the tactical accessory of the day. Yeah. So today's tactical accessory, uh, in line with gun safety, since we're talking about the rules and and all of that kind of thing, are something that I don't see enough of out here in these well, streets. Uh-oh. Um something that I think they need to uh use a lot more frequently who is they um everybody 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 in this industry responsible gun owners instructors uh, or everybody everybody uh, guns people who people who sell guns right. uh people who rent guns right um I can go in any range, look in the counter, look at the display case right uh whether these are guns for sale or for rent. And if there are 10 guns in there, I may see one chamber flag. Wow. That's a good tactical accessory. You can use, you can use chamber flags in, 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 in more than one setting. I agree. And I, I think they need to be used more frequently because it is, a, it is a deliberate and it is a visual representation of that firearm being clear. Right. And, and that's, that's the paramount of safety. That's the epitome of safety. I mean, that's what we're that's, that's we looking for. An empty gun. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> so again, I wouldn't have felt a certain way when I was at that gun counter if there was a range, if there was a, a chamber flag in that pistol of those when pistols. he swept me two or three times, <laughs> I might have felt a little better about it. Boy, I hope Bob not listening to this. I mean, but 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 seriously, though, if guys, we use Bob. them in our classes. Uh, we try to teach people about them. Most guns that you buy will come with one of those in there, and you probably don't even know what it is. Correct. But it's a chamber flag, and what that does is from across the room, you can look at that gun and tell that it is not loaded. It is a clear gun which means that it's safe to manipulate because you never manipulate a gun unless you're in a defensive situation if that gun is not clear. Correct. Um, and I think chamber flags are the best way to show clear. They come in yellow. I've seen them orange, yellow, bright colors. They have them for pistol-length barrels. They have them for rifle-length barrels. They even got them um, for twenty twos. They got them for twenty two. I bought one for a 12-gauge that, that has an orange ribbon hanging off of wow. it. You know, whatever whatever it takes to show to that, that whatever it takes to show it's clear. Um, I think chamber flags are a great way to do that. And I think uh, people don't use them enough. Let's get some chamber flags out here, folks. Hey, man, let's make some rules about chamber flags. Straight well, back. I mean, but, you know, when you're in competition, there are rules that say you got to have a chamber That's flag it. In. That's it. So mm-hmm. they need to extend that out even further. Because, I, I mean, it's easy for RSO. You know, yeah. uh, us as RSOs, we have to watch everybody on that line. Right. You got 20 people on that line. You can see twenty orange cha- chamber flags. Straight up, and you can, and you can see where one is missing from. Exactly, a lot easier. Exactly, it makes yeah. it it makes our job a lot easier and it makes, makes things a lot safer. Straight up, man, and you Shout know chamber flag, and you know we always got to send some shots down range. <laughs> shots down range. Today's shots down range go to all of the registered voters out here. One time, man. Um, not only the registered voters, but the registered voters that actually exercise their right to vote. And regardless of what or who you are voting for, that we're not getting into that. We're just saying everybody that is registered to vote and exercise that right, kudos to you. Man. Shout out to you. Uh, and, you know, you have that right for a reason. One, The first thing we ask people in class, why do people uh, own firearms? Oh, yeah. Uh, we ask them why they own firearms. Yeah. Uh, the most common reason is because it's their constitutional right. It is. Right? Just, so if, and that's up for debate for some people. Right? But but if it's your constitutional right, if that thought pattern applies to different aspects of your life. And it's your constitutional right to own a firearm and you buy one because you can. It's also your constitutional right unless you uh find a way to get that right revoked um <laughs> is your right to vote. And that's on you too. Exactly. And 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 it, so if you have that right then why not exercise that right to vote? Um you know again, it's not about we don't care who it is that you're voting for, but your voice needs to be heard. Um, that is your constitutional right. You should take advantage of that. And I think if studies were shown that I think they would show that licensed gun owners that are registered to vote also exercise that right to vote. I, I would venture that far. Because I think that thought I pattern, would again, would apply to different parts of your life. So, guys, it's your right. If it is your right, take advantage of your rights because they can easily be taken away. Straight up. Straight up. If you want to learn more, man, make sure you go to www.peakstatearmy.com. Check out the course listings. They are full. I've been saying they are full, filling up quick. Them journals is full. The next few ones, yeah. The we, next few, we, ones, the are next are full, few ones are full, man. So if you got something special going on, make sure you hit us up. Let us know. We do provide private instruction, so just let us know. I am your boy. Dr. Osiris Carter, man. And I'm, I'm something like Larry Bird from the corner, man. You understand me? You understand that's, that. that's called a pure shooter. Pure shooter. You understand <laughs> that? You did. Swish. Right. I that Swish. Right. And uh, signing off, man. It's your partner, Uncle Malcolm. And yes, officer, I am aware that I ran that stop sign, but I'm almost positive that in fine print at the bottom, it said it did not apply to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm, I'm like 98.6% it, it, it definitely sure. applies to you. I'm Isn't like 98.6% nice When I leave here, let me get your tag number so right. I can pass it to all my police right. pops. Because you're the police. Hey, right. make exactly sure you right. watch the six. Stay low. Corona is not over, man. It's over. Where, where we finding more on 10 million? It's over 10 million cases? or 10th. It's, it's a lot of cases. Wash hey, your hands man. out here. Wash your hands out here. Wear your mask out your here. Put your mask on and six feet apart. We out. Jip. Yeah.